0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details, member FDIC. Hey, let's go to the uh, Hodges Glass Little Rock Glass hotline. Uh, and talk to the guy we've been talking about all morning, Dave Jorn, former uh, pitching coach for the uh, for the Razorbacks now at, back in the uh, major leagues. Good morning, Coach. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks a lot. Pre- appreciate your call.
0: I, well, listen, uh, I was up there. You got me. My name is David Bowes. I was a linebacker uh, from 81 to 85 up there. We got Joe Klein who played basketball in the 80s. So we were up there. Your first year was with 83-84. 80, was your first year, Coach? Uh
1: yeah, I think I came in the summer
0: uh, of 82. 82. Okay, so you, you were up there. And what, what, a, what a career you have had. I, we just got to give you, you've sort of been a guy behind the scenes, but you look at all the 45 Major League Baseball draft picks, you know, the six World Series with, you know, two different coaches. You've had a heck of a career, Coach.
1: Well, I've been blessed. Uh, you know, I just uh, be at the right place at the right time. I mean, uh, it's been a, it's been nothing but a but a pleasure for me, you know, to work under uh, Coach O'Brien and then Coach Van Horn. So uh, it's just been a great time.
0: You know what's crazy, guys, is that uh, Dave Van Horn was a grad assistant, Joe. While while he, you know, he played one year while we were up there, and then he became a grad assistant with Coach uh, Jordan there. And uh, so you got a chance to coach with him as a grad assistant. Now you got a chance to coach under uh, Norm and Dave Van Horn. So yeah, it's uh, of course they give you a lot of credit too, Dave. I just wanted to ask, uh, you know, you've been through a lot, a lot of a lot of NCAA tournament appearances. You know, can this team turn it around in Stillwater? Can you know, based on the last eight, nine, ten games, doesn't look real promising. What are your thoughts on uh, their chances over in Stillwater?
1: Well, I, I I don't have any doubt that they can turn it around. Of course, I'm not I'm not really in on what's going on internally and that type of thing. But I mean, you know, they've got the talent. I mean. They played they played good baseball. It's like coach it's like Dave said, they you know they've had a hard time putting things together. When they pitch, they, they don't hit when they hit, they don't pitch. Um, but I don't see any reason why they're not going to be able to put it together.
0: As a pitching coach, do you uh, are there certain buttons? You know, obviously the the pitching staff had a stretch there where they were pitching real well, and all of a sudden, the last you know eight or ten games it looked like you know have not done as well. Is it a mental thing? Is it a confidence thing? Or are there buttons buttons you try to push as a coach, a pitching coach, to, to try to help that?
1: Yeah, I mean uh, everybody's a little bit different on their process and how they go about their business as far as you know leadership on the with the staff and that type of thing, but. Um, Obviously, uh, when you get some guys that are performing well, I mean, uh, and then they're not performing well, there's got to be some more than likely some sort of mental or physical issues at some point in time. But uh, you know, I I don't know what the health is, but if the health is all good, then like you said, there's probably some sort of confidence issues. And you know, that was that was always the thing that I tried to deal with on an everyday basis. It was like mental maintenance every day.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's a great point. Now, that was one thing that I was going to ask you. I, I, obviously, a lot of your staffs uh, it, it did well at Arkansas. The, the best, I guess, from an ERA standpoint was in 2013, a 1.89 8, ERA. What were, the, what were the ingredients for your best staffs while you were at Arkansas, Coach? Me?
1: Well, pitchability <laughs> is always important. You know, guys to be able to locate the baseball, have more than one pitch, be able to pitch backwards. Uh, mental toughness, competitiveness, all those type of things. And, you know, uh, the, the guy, if you talk to the guys that I've had in the past, I mean, it's, you know, it, it was tough. I made life tough. I mean, you know, the, the level of expectations, uh, everything, the bar was set pretty high. So uh, you knew these guys were going to go out there and they weren't going to fold. They were going to be tough and they were going to compete. So uh, I think that that, that that was just, you know, the main ingredient for all of our success. Coach, with talent, Coach, talent, this ability.
2: cowboy, you know I'm here, don't you?
1: Yeah, I know you're there. You
2: and <laughs> you and Loggy. Uh, no, he, Log had a Log had an accident last night, and so he he couldn't make it this morning. But I'm here.
1: Well, you can tell him about you know how how things were.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. When I was now listen, we've heard about Coach
0: DeBrine being a uh, being a you know a tough coach. And uh, did did you have to? Did, in football, sometimes, and Joe probably for you in basketball, you sometimes have a bad cop, good cop. When you were with Norm and, and and Dave, for that matter, did you could you both be the bad cops, or did you try to balance it out sometimes?
1: I think more than likely, I was the bad cop.
0: Okay. And that was okay. That was okay, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you got you got to have somebody. You got to have a sergeant in control. You know, if, you know, at some point in time, with somebody with with these guys.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. We had a Robert Moore on the other day, and we were talking. We got talking about leadership and whether you should need to have vocal leaders. And and Dave Van Horn said the other day they didn't really didn't really feel like he really had a vocal leader. And Robert Moore said he didn't know if there was one needed. And uh, and I just want to see if, if you agree with that. I, I don't. I don't think you have to have a cheerleader, but you definitely have to have strong leadership. I think in a locker room and out on the field, whether you do it loudly or, or you know in some in some capacity, I think you have to have some verbal leadership. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it, you know, from from the outside looking in, it looks to me like they really, really miss Casey Opitz. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, that, that I think – Great point. Yeah, he definitely was the leader on this team last year. I even said, Coach, you know, they had a little scuttlebutt with a, a Northwest Arkansas media member that got really aggressive towards the catcher, Michael Turner. And I, I, Listen, you know, in my day, Joe, we were talking I, – I, listen, I don't mind if a fight breaks out. If there's something that will get the team fired up and, and it just doesn't look like they've had an edge, they don't look like they just had the juice in them, I'm not sure why, but – uh, i think sometimes th- those kind of things can happen where you rally and somebody gets ticked off and uh, and you make a statement to try to make a stand and get this team turned around
1: yeah i mean um uh, anything anything that's going to work to bring a club together you know something they can rally around i think is good for the team i think
2: the bus rides were the best part
1: well we we did a lot of bus rides in those days back then you know, you know, there, back then there wasn't I mean,
2: uh, uh, Dave, he, he always uh, uh, we'd go down the regionals, and uh, he, uh, he trusted me with the van. He'd give me the keys and like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine you probably got some stories,
0: Coach, that uh, over all your years. And that made me think of it. Was there any any picture that stood out to you of all the all the forty five or something that you know went to the. Major league that stands out to you for one reason or another. Obviously, you've got obviously Keiko and Cy Young winner and others. But there was there one or two pitchers that st- stood out in your career at Arkansas for, for maybe not just their win loss record, but just kind of kind of the player they were.
1: Well, I mean, we you know we we had a few. I mean, you know, Nick Schmidt comes to mind. Nick was, uh, I mean, he was he was an ultimate competitor. Uh, you know, we had we had guys in the eighties. With uh, when Cowboy played, of course Cowboy uh, that that guy was a handful. I mean, he was wanting to kind of do his own program. We had kind of had to come to meeting uh, type of thing there with him. But uh, oh, okay, how about uh, you? know, there's there's a lot of guys. Aaron Aston. I mean, we, we, you know, Colby Suggs. I mean, we had quite a few guys. I mean, I just hate to even try to single anybody out.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was wondering if you, you've been in both the majors and the and the college game. Is there one do you, do, you, do you sort of gear lean towards one or the other when you think about your career? Which you enjoyed the most, or they're they're they equal?
1: Well, I enjoyed the college game much more. I mean, um, in, in pro baseball and working in the minor leagues for those thirteen years, it was all about uh, you know an organizational philosophy. Uh, you know, you were always being held accountable to to them and, and how they wanted you to proceed with the development of the players. But in college, I mean, it was pretty much my program. I mean, uh, we were responsible for recruiting the players that we wanted. Uh, I was responsible for the development of the pitchers that I, that I had. And so, I, I, you know, the relationship was, was, was a lot better because, you know, you had these guys for, you know, sometimes four years. And in, uh, in, in pro baseball, I mean, you might only have for one year before they were m- moving on to the next level. So, yeah, I, I just enjoyed the college game a lot more.
0: If you if you just joined the show, we were visiting with Dave Jordan, who is the the, the greatest pitching coach of all time at Arkansas. I, I was wondering too, Coach. Did you uh, uh did you get a chance to be around some of the other coaches like uh, Coach Hatfield or Holtz or Coach Burles very much? You know, listen, you guys. Norm DeBrian was fighting with Brules at the during that time to try to get money and and things for the state, not like it is now. Uh, but did you get? To, did you have much time around those guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember when. Uh... You know, we, we, used to, we used to play down there at, uh, where the practice football field is now, George Cole Field. And uh, we dressed up in the uh, Broyles complex and our locker room was the same locker room with uh, track and football and everything. Right. Up there. And I remember when Coach Holtz was coaching, uh, people didn't want to go in, into the <laughs> dressing room after practice because Coach Holtz might be in there and be in a bad mood. I was like, who cares? I mean, I'd go in there and say, "Hey, coach, how's it going?" Sometimes he'd answer, sometimes he wouldn't.
0: <laughs> <doesn't>, so. <laughs> that's right, Dave. You don't come in my practice field without my permission. You know, that's exactly yeah. the way he was, uh, Dave. He, you know, listen, I'm sure you could handle yourself around him, but he was—he mm. could be edgy and scary at, at, at times. But, uh, but a great oh, coach, it nonetheless.
1: Was, it yeah. was crazy. I mean, he'd walk down the hall of the uh, Boyle's complex, and people would. They ducked into their offices. They didn't have to see him or, or or whatever. But I mean, it was crazy. I, I just I never really, you know, I didn't revere the man to, to the point where uh, you know I was I was not going to wait outside before I go in and take a shower until he got out of there.
0: Well, listen, Coach. I know. Listen, we uh, we appreciate you jumping on with us so much, and thanks for all you've done for the U of A, and and uh, your impact is is long lasting. And obviously, I know that uh, Keith thinks very highly of you.
1: Well, I appreciate it. uh, Before I go, I want to let you all know, and people out there listening, I've got a book coming out. It's probably going to be out about uh, by the end of July.
2: Keith just broke out in a sweat. I did <laughs> hey, coach. No, no, no. Okay. hey, coach, you remember you remember when I was knocking on your door at two in the morning as uh telling about the fish biting, and we went out there and uh uh caught fish.
1: I don't have that in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Say, the, book is, hey, the book is called More Than Baseball. It's really kind of about how, how I grew up my life, my life without the Lord, my life with the Lord, and all around baseball. So. Ah,
0: that's great. Um, I like that. Well,
1: listen, Coach, when that book comes out, holler
0: at us. we'll get you back on, let you talk about that a little bit So and we'll see if we can help you sell some books.
1: Hey, that sounds good. I appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Can't wait to hear that story. Dave Jordan, thanks so much, Coach. We thanks, appreciate Coach. you being with us. Go Hogs. You bet. Appreciate it.